If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Yes, it is, and it's a great pleasure to have your company on this Wednesday, nearly through January, 31st day of the month. Good morning to you. Hope your day's already started well. If it hasn't, hopefully this picks up your mood because the McCafe menu today as good as you're going to see, thanks to our official coffee partner. What about this for a lineup? Jake Fraser McGurk is going to join us, owner of the fastest uh, 100 ever in ODI cricket here with South Australia. Of course, you remember back to October, took the BBL by storm, has been over in the UAE and now named in Australia's ODI squad. He's going to join us a little bit later on. Bobby Gibb is the first woman to run the Boston Marathon. Bobby's going to join us from the States, broke down all sorts of barriers for women's sport. Mark Pitnett from the Blues and Tori Lewis, Speaking of athletes, as of the weekend, Australia's fastest woman. Questions without notice, a heap to get to. Hump day, Kane Corns, welcome to you. We are absolutely loaded, uh, Sammy. So looking forward to this morning's program. Bobby Gibb, like I couldn't believe it when Brooksy had said that we were going to get her on and, and chat to her. I, I watched the Boston Marathon documentary. There's a terrific one on Prime at the moment and it documents the whole history of it. I mean, such a famous run has been tragedy and there's been triumph and, and she was at the forefront of that unbelievable that uh, women weren't allowed to run and, and she broke down all those barriers in the 60s and she's going to join us this morning so I'm, I'm super excited about that 1966 she did it before women were allowed to do in it in a tracksuit in a tracksuit and she, track suit. she had to run also i'm not sure if it was in 66 in this marathon but it, she had to run in white leather red cross nurses shoes because there are actually no running shoes available for women at the time like can you believe sixty uh, six? I mean, it's really many ways not that long ago, and she lives to tell the tale. I mean, I'm looking forward to having a chat to her as well. And then Tori Lewis as well. I'm, I'm at, at athletics, sort of uh, nuffy as you know, Sammy. But the nice title to be Australia's fastest woman, isn't it? She's nineteen well, is, years of is, age. That is a nice title. Like I've always loved the the winner of the hundred at the Olympics, fastest man on earth, yeah. fastest woman on earth. It's, well, it's, a, an undeni- it's a nice title. It's an undeniable claim. And what a conversation starter that is at 19 years of age. And how unassuming is she? She crossed the line and, oh, I've broken the under 20 record. Sweet. No, no, you've broken the whole box and dice here. You're it. This is it. So, the big yeah, one. So we're loading. We'll talk some footy as well, because uh, what, what has happened is that uh, they have released the expected wins from each of our AFL teams. I have and indeed. we're going to go through and see if they got it right or if they got it wrong. There's some chat about Fremantle as well and, and the Cats. 
The cat's in trouble. I've just got a thought after after listening to some things yesterday. I um, want to run past you after seven o'clock as well. Your kid's back to school today? Oh, today's the day. Is it? Finally. <laughs> oh, my God. Finally. Had enough? Jeez. That's, I think they've had enough of each other. We've had enough How of long each other. How long it? Oh, felt like a long time. It felt like it went forever this year. But, uh, yes, they're finally back today. I love it when uh, they would... In, theoretically, have been back on Monday, but the school lumpus with the double curriculum day straight off the top. <laughs> what, what, that that is a mystery to me. That is one thing I've never understood. So I've got one going back today, yeah, and two going back tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. well, what are you going on a Thursday for? How could this be possible? I know it's like they get their quota, and when are they going to use them? And my our school decided to roll out the double banger Monday, Tuesday, and I'm sure the teachers are there prepping and planning, of course, and they yeah. do an amazing job and. We're thankful for, for them. Of course we are, because what an industry it is. We need them. But gee whiz, when the parents are all hanging on for grim death, and by that stage of the year, you're, you're juggling work and everything. We're all back at work, and who's looking after them and when? And, oh, you've got him, you've got him. Ah, oh, uniform sorted, new lunch boxes. Are you, you organised? Yeah, it's amazing how organised you get in the first couple of weeks. Everything's on. Then the novelty wears off. Like, I got up this morning. I got up this morning. Cut lunches. Yeah. I got up this morning and it was like there was things marinating and things yes. bubbling. <laughs> the lunch How boxes, long does that last? the lunch boxes are all lined up. The drink bottles. I tell you what, the the name tag machine we got has got a furious workout labeling everything known to man. Even my undies are labeled. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> what year are we going into? We're into six, which is our last year of primary school. Of course, that's a big year, and uh, and three. So, um, yeah, full okay. steam ahead in our house. So, what, where are you at well, at the moment? It is, in, it is going into year 12 tomorrow. <gasps> this is big. This is big. So, yeah, uh, 12, 10, and 9. So it's getting, yeah. Last year, last year of uh, school fees for one of them. <laughs> so Celebrate. Knock, Celebrate. Knock one of those Celebrate. off. Then over to Hex. So <laughs> you just wash your hands <laughs> with Eddie. <laughs> but I've met him. What's his, uh, he's a lovely kid, but what's his appetite like for homework? you got to keep on his back or is he pretty no, he's, studious? He's good if he's doing something that he enjoys. And I think the um, the subjects he's chosen, he'll, he'll enjoy. So no issues. Very, very lucky with, with all three of them. Touch wood. Right. Um, we had a discussion yesterday. And this is just uh, kind of because I I sent a text message to someone who is an unnamed person at this stage, oh, yeah, and he's read the message but not gotten back to me. Yes. Do you? And then you and I sent this through because it was a guest that we wanted to get on the show, a high profile guest. Why aren't you big, naming them at this stage? A big name guest. Now the thing that's upset you, and I had a little. Ch- I must admit, <laughs> when you told me this, I had a little chuckle to myself. <laughs> He's left you on read. So your message has dropped with him and it said read, you know, 30th of January, uh, 9.17am and there's crickets. No reply. Absolute crickets. So the message was sent uh, yesterday at uh, 10.14am and it's a WhatsApp message because this particular person only communicates on WhatsApp. And when you get the double tick... It means they've read it and no response. But you can also get the text message. I, I need to clear something up with you with this on WhatsApp. Because when you're in a group on WhatsApp, you know when everyone's read it because the ticks go blue. But are you sure? So when I send a message on WhatsApp, it gives me the single tick. And then I assume when it's been fully transmitted, you get the double tick. It, or, or you're saying def, definitively when it's a 1v1 conversation, the double tick means that the other person's read it. Because it comes up straight away, the double tick. Well, you're giving it's me instant. Hope. I'm not sure here. it's you been. Are. We might need a WhatsApp sort of um, person to, to drop us a texty, someone who's really au fait with the app, because in the text message 
set up on your iPhone, you can turn read receipts on. Now, I, I've got my read receipts uh, turned off for that very reason. Um, but some people have them on, so you know when they've seen your text. But 1v1 on WhatsApp, I'm not sure. Like well, if you send me, me one... hope here, because I, I, I believe from what I've just Googled here, um, nah, but then it says up the top, it says last seen yesterday, 11.51 p.m. Oh, if he's got that turned on. Some people so, have that turned off. So he's got that. He's, so there, But he might no, get hundreds no of messages get, and he just hasn't no seen yours. <laughs> just no trying to make you feel better. But it's the worst. So... When someone you send a message to does have read receipts on and it says read and they don't get back to you. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Oh, it's frustrating. Yeah, that's not good. So, 4339811116. So, I do think you it's. you have read receipts on your iMessage? I think, yeah, and but. Why? Uh, yeah, for, for that's for iMessage. But I think just coming back to WhatsApp and this, uh, this very, very uh, high profile uh, person you've been trying to get on our program, I think it's two grade ticks is delivered. But two blue ticks is red. Do you get that when you're 1v1 with someone or is it only in but a group? I, I understand that. But oh, I know, but he might have other messages. Yesterday at 11 No, that, that means the last time he's been engaged in WhatsApp. Yeah, not necessarily your message specifically. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying anyway. to give you an out yeah, here because. There's a small little bit of hope there. Mm. Very small. And coming through off the text. By the way, the 40 Wings temper, we love it. 0433981116. Blue ticks are red. So blue ticks uh, is red even in a single chat. So there you go. He hasn't read your message specifically. Okay? Because they're not blue. Okay. When they thank, go blue. Thank you, for, thank you for making me feel better. So what I would advise you to do in this situation is just bombard him with more. <laughs> Fire off another 10 before we're well, done. I promised... This big name guest on our show, and I'm I'm yet to deliver. So. I love it how he suddenly become nameless. This is I intriguing. Feel, I feel like I feel like a failure. Uh, on WhatsApp, if you hold down on the message, press info. You can see if it's been read or not, and the time. Oh, oh this is goodness. unbelievable this is a revelation. Uh, the open line while Kane does that is one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're powered, of course, by Melbourne Airport parking. Book online. That's easy. For the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. I'll get you sorted if you're lucky enough to still be heading somewhere with school and work back in, back in town. Have you, have you seen anything there? Did we no, get... I can't. I can't. Just It just has a reaction when I hold down on oh. it, so you can't actually. We'll come back to it. We'll circle We'll circle back over that during the break, perhaps. Uh, I had a big day yesterday, though. The dog. What did you do? The dog. The dog was. Did I mention this? The dog got de-sexed yesterday. Had its oh, big uh, operation. It's all happening at your house. Seriously, the poor little thing came out like it had been run over by a truck, and uh, gave us the cone of shame. Do we? You know, you see dogs with the cones <laughs> to stop licking the wound. Yeah. And the vet says, look, um, uh, female dogs aren't as prone to to go for the wound as the male dogs. Yada yada. You'll probably be okay. I'm thinking, oh, all right. She goes, you might just want to use your discretion. Maybe just use it at night. Yep. Tonight might be a bit rough, you know, giving her some medication and some pain relief and you'll give her some more in the morning. Anyway, they gave me the cone. I'm thinking, she's going to hate this bloody cone. I hope I don't have to. They all it. hate the cone. Please don't go for the wound. Please give me any, don't give me any reason to have to put the cone of shame <laughs> on. An hour later, the cone's on. Oh no. oh, no. Then the cone's off. Then the cone's on. Then the cone's off. She's ripping it off. It's an <laughs> absolute nightmare. But I'm up all night with this bloody cone trying oh. to tie it off. She understandably hates it, can't sleep on it, thinking, what are you doing to me? But the last thing I want to have to do is take her back to the vet, have it re-stitched. So where did the dog end up sleeping? And sleeping? Uh, on her little bed. On your but, bed? Uh, no, on her bed, but in our room, just so we could hear what she was up to. Oh, so oh, you would have got a like good sleep, it's rustling with the cone. It's horrific. You know, one in the morning, wife rolls over, she's licking it. Oh, no, don't have to get up and get up again. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sleeping on the, well, the lightest sleep I've ever had. Anyway, um... 
There you go. The, uh, problems. First world problems. Anyway, did you see that weather event in Maroochydore yesterday? Well, you the text do- this through yesterday. The, the pre-season camp's not going to plan. The dogs had their second day yesterday, but their first day actually on the track. They got up there on Monday. They had... Uh, it was raining, so they're training in pretty heavy rain. Then the next, I don't know if you saw Amit Baines, the chief executive, posted on Instagram. The ground is literally underwater. Now I think I think Amit might have blocked me on uh, all social media <laughs> platforms. He hasn't got read receipts turned on, has he? <laughs> we were mates. I don't think we're mates anymore. Right. Well, if you were able to follow, him, you would have seen that he'd put uh, the the ground is literally underwater. I touched base with the club. It was uh, it was still raining at three, and they got 126 millimeters. Already, and there's evacuation orders for some communities up there at the right. moment. The oh, rain well, they came did down brave right. it. I, I like the fact they were playing a scratch match. I saw on the news last night. There was, and then after there was players doing the big slide across the yep. um, across the ground. Um, there's a couple of teams on on preseason camps at the moment, so that's a disaster. The Giants have gone for the the brutal, brutal commando style. Mm-hmm. They had an eating which, challenge too the other day, and they, oh. you know, they, they are the kings because they are the separators of the white rice and the brown rice. But they had that horrible Swedish fermented fish they keep bringing out all the time. The Brisbane Lions did it last year, that Surstrom or whatever it is. The, that, they reckon that's so bad. If you're even in the same room when that can is open, you'll gag, nah. you'll spew. Yeah, I'm not sure what the uh, benefit of doing that is. But, I mean, we've played enough footy. You've all Levity. been on that uh, commando-style camp. That's, that's what they were doing yesterday. And it's only 39 days or something from opening round, so it's going to come around pretty quickly. After our first breather, I've got something for you. I want to ask you the question, would you watch an Olympics-style event that doesn't test for drugs? Because there's a real push. No, oh, there is. There's a group. There's an organisation. There, there, there is. Yeah. There's an investment well, firm trying we've to, tried this... to get. We've tried to get this guy on the program before. The Enhanced Games. Yes, many times. He's He's been chipping away at this, I think, for years now. Yeah, yeah he, he wants Peter. To... Peter Thiel is the billionaire uh, inventor of PayPal. He's he's behind it as well, and he's saying uh, Souza is his last name. I'll get his first name yeah, in a second. He's right. a Melbourne-born, London-based that's, businessman. This is him. He has has a lot of Australians who are logging interest. Now it's just going to be, I think, swimming, athletics, a couple of combat sports. Five, five sports. Would you watch it is the question I want to ask you. I'll give you some details on it next. All right. Jeez, that's, a good, that's a hard question to wrap my head around it at uh, quarter past six in the morning. Uh, Big McCafe menu coming up. Here's another one for WhatsApp for you, Kane, to, to get into on the ad break. Uh, on WhatsApp, swipe your message to the left. It will say either delivered or read game changer. That's from Smitty in Altona. Um, yes, hold... it's both. Double blue tick red yesterday at 5.43 p.m. All right, and then you're done. I'm doomed. You've been ignored. SEM Breakfast, powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We're making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. Stick around. We'll be back. Summer breakfast right after this. Summer breakfast on SEM. Off the text, uh, here, Kane, I think they should have a tour to France without drug testing, and um, it would be extraordinary viewing Mitch from Noosa. Well, they effectively did, Mitch. <laughs> the early 2000s EPO era, they were that far ahead of the testing regime. It effectively was open slather uh, during some of uh, Lance's prime years. Um, but just reading back up on that website that you mentioned, Dr. Aaron yeah. D'Souza here, um, which I remember going back over a year or so ago now, it says here, they call it an anti-science stigma and they've been oppressed for too long and that actually um, 
the claim here is that um, it's it's completely safe. That uh, that a, that a, and this is dangerous to talk about, of course. But sports can be safer without drug testing. Is their big claim? They've got yeah, a myth so my, section and a myth buster section on their website as well. My, my reaction is, I don't oh. want to watch it if it's not fair. That's that's but my a, but initial a, view. But but in their I mind, it, it would be it fair. On? But in oh, their well, mind, it would well, be because everyone is it is open to everyone. I understand that, but. Fair was probably not the right word for me to use. Clean is probably mm. the right word. And when I watch a sporting event, I want to know that it's you know purely natural. Now I know that is not not naive enough to know that that's not always the case, and probably rarely the case. But I, I just found it interesting that he's suggesting, and and look, he's clearly spruiking all of it. But he says he's got nine hundred um, high class athletes ready to go. A lot of these former athletes. Venues around the world are pitching to host the first event. Track and field, swimming, diving, gymnastics, weightlifting, and combat sports. Would you watch it? The enhanced games. Of course where, people they, would watch it. They're still saying that there's some uh, benchmarks and you, you've got to hit a certain number of biomarkers so your heart can't be too enlarged. Uh, you've got to measure injection rates, heart size, various vitamin levels. So there is going to be some testing, I think, probably just to make sure um, it's dangerous. Okay. It's dangerous, isn't it? Well, it would, it would, of course, it's dangerous. No, I would have to. I got no idea. I'm not a, a medical expert, but um, the the question is, what sort of event would it be? I mean, would would it be a step up on the Olympics if you are being given a boost? Weightlifting. Imagine some of the endurance sports as well. The times that could be performed. Yeah. Um, anyway, the combat, uh, the combat sports could be dangerous as well, like with the extra strength and. After years of oppression, he says, we are seeking a pushback against the anti-science dogma purported by the incumbent sporting league. So saying, you know, um, scientific development, you know, grew and grew and grew to a period of time and now it's been stifled. And when it's done properly, it can be done safely. Anyway, it's, um, yeah, enhanced.org is the uh, is the website. For Would you watch games. it over double three nine out of 11, 16? Let us know. Uh, Todd Viney ruptured his Achilles yesterday. What? Oh, I missed that. Yes. At training. Sarah Ollie tweeted this yesterday from AFL.com, playing tennis. Oh, no. He loves his tennis. He's a well, he's an excellent, or was, and still is, I assume, an excellent tennis player, like a genuine pro almost in the early days. But I wanted to ask the question, where, when do you know it's time to, to probably hang it up? <laughs> and what, what have no. you done? That Well, tennis is a great game yeah. because it you can play forever. It's like golf. You can play tennis Forever you can play doubles. Russ Liebert used to just love his tennis, run around playing tennis, and doubles got highly competitive. But he's obviously launched launched to chase the ball, and it's just gone bang. When's father time? When's it catch up? Gotcha. With you? And what has happened to you that was a moment you thought, "Oh, hang on, my my brain just got ahead of my body." Now you're only a young man, but this, of course, is a question that you are going to have to answer I in years to come, that. given your passion for your craft. <laughs> Well, when I was halfway from Adelaide to Melbourne, I was probably questioning what I was doing when I was trying to run the distance. That was soul-destroying, wasn't it? Oh, How'd you get through that? Soul-destroying. Squash, that claves a few. I reckon having just gone through cricket season, there'd be more than a few blokes out there at the moment who were getting a tap on the shoulder at home saying, do you, do you think it's 66 you've probably played enough cricket now on a Saturday afternoon? And who's like? And the, what I love are the footballers that, Oh, just one more year. Clubbies. In the clubbies. So who's gearing up out there for one more year? Oh, yeah. And you've probably said one more year for the last five years. Yep. Give us a call and let us know. And do you think it is wise to go 
to go one more year. And um, have you copped a, a serious injury that you pushed on through? Or are you dealing with one now? Are you running the gauntlet with some things? Are you got no cartilage left? All those sorts of things. You're right. We're in between seasons here. It's a perfect time to ask this question. <laughs> when Kate. I played for Moist and Willora in the Carlton Draft game last year, the full forward, he was a star. Star full forward, I could tell just by the way he was warming up. But he he, gen- he ripped his hammy that week at training. But the numbers were so small and they were struggling for numbers that he actually suited up and played full forward with a torn hammy. It was excruciating. Shades of know that. Some of the stuff that goes on out there in community sports is yep. you just got to admire it. Well, I temporarily ruined the corporate footy game between the Herald Sun and its corporate partners. I used to have it every year at the MCG. It was an institution. We got to play at the MCG. Yeah. And uh, this is after I'd finished playing. And um, five minutes into the game, pick up the ball in the middle of the G. Some guy comes the other way, tackles me like I've been tackled 100 times before, puts me to the ground, except there's a massive snap. And I've, I've, I've clean broken my ankle. Just poof, no. like a guillotine. Chung. So cue work safes involved. Then I'm at the hospital. Then the insurance, and I shut the game down for a few days. <laughs> for a few years, that's a thought. Mate, maybe not my footy days are done. What was I reckon. The pain like? Not that bad, funnily really? enough. Really? Yeah, not that bad. The who recovery was, who was, was responsible. For was the horrific. Oh, someone from I don't know Coca Cola or Amatol or something. Right? <laughs> um, terrible. Yeah, terrible. The recovery is as bad as it gets from an ankle. Tell you what. Uh, Steve's in Buller. This is when Steve knew it was time to finish up. Steve, welcome along. G'day, um, I played for my life, got injuries, but I, I did umpiring. I got into the umpiring and um, I, um, I, had, I had a sore, I got a sore knee and then I, I actually cracked the, cracked the top of my tibia and uh, I tried to battle through that and couldn't and ended up having a knee replacement. How'd you do, how'd you do that? Just from running? Uh, well, I think, yeah, running, as, we, as my surgeon said, he goes, when humans aren't built to run, um, but he, I just cracked the top of it. Um, and Kane and I, I was trying to push through every week, yeah. and it was just got to the stage where it was excruciating, and then I had to go and see about it, and um, yeah, cracked the top. I think it was because I was doing the, the, the 19s in the morning and the seniors in the afternoon and the extra running. How'd you, yeah, find the, uh, how'd you find the knee replacement? Oh. Is, it, is it as bad as it looks? Um, <laughs> I've actually looked at I've actually had a look at one. Um, no, but I, I was lucky, Kane, I... Rehab's the big thing. You've got to rehab it. Yeah. They drill at India. So you do, you do your rehab, and I had a good physio. Um, and look, my knee's really good. I, I can I get on the bike. I can ride over 100 k's on the bike now, and uh, I can do everything. As we as my surgeon said, do everything. Knock yourself out with riding, with swimming or walking. You just just don't run. Because people do go back and try and run on them. Yeah, good on you, Steve. How's the cartilage in your knee, Kane? Are they okay? You're yeah, both pretty your good. But yep. uh, Steve's just saying that his doctor said that running isn't natural. To, uh, to road running is a pound. Just, your body gets a pounding, doesn't it, on the I road? Be in trouble. I was at a barbecue with a 92-year-old, so Chad's partner's uh, grandfather on the weekend. He's 92 and he's just had a hip replacement and he was showing me, why it's amazing what they yeah. can do. My it's old man's had brutal. both hips done. Oh, really? Yeah. Brutal? Uh, yeah, yeah, the recovery nasty, but now he's like he's indestructible. Now he's completely and utterly bulletproof. It's quite amazing, uh, but I reckon the knee would be would be yeah that'd be a serious yeah, serious. Uh, Christian's in Frankston. He had his knee in his mid thirties. Christian, was that when it was time to give it all away, mate? Yeah, mate. I was actually playing pretty well that season until uh, yeah I got a, a high ball and I ran up and tried to take a mark and then landed with a straight leg and. Uh, hyperextended my knee and 
yeah, ACL and medial meniscus and, yeah, eight months off work and, yeah, it was uh, not a yeah. good thing. That's, the, that's when you give it away, I reckon, when the work when gets affected work. and your livelihood. Yeah. Uh, plenty of people giving shout-outs here to their mates who are going to their first vets training <laughs> sessions tonight, Code. So it's happening. Just one more year. One more. <laughs> well, there's people here 50, 55, 58, no. into their 60s. Come on. Achilles explodes behind me as a 40-year-old playing against 18-year-olds in basketball on a Monday night at 10.43pm oh. in winter. Knew it was all over. I feel like the Achilles is a very prominent injury now. I've seen, well, we see a lot in the NFL. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins, they did their uh, Achilles. For some reason, it seems more common now than the, Brady Rawlings did his Achilles. That'd be one well, of the worst going around, wouldn't it? The Achilles. That's a 12 thought, month. Yeah, That's a 12 months. Terrible. All right. Uh, keep, <laughs> if we want to go down this path, we can do. Keep your texts coming through. Uh, if you are running the gauntlet, we'd love to hear from you. Just one more. Just one more. We'll get in the newsroom. The Toyota Call of the Year is back. It's your chance to win Toyota Hilux GR Sport 2024 style. There's plenty of Hilux stock available now. Just contact your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, we'll get in the newsroom. Nathan Gardner's got the headlines back in a moment.